as the notorious B-I-G-M-P Diddy themselves once sang, Mo money only leads to mo problems, listeners. But I guess the times have changed as of recent because the current economy has definitely shown otherwise. But we'll go ahead and hit on that later. In the meantime, good morning, listeners, and happy Friday. As always, welcome to the 5-Minute Drill brought to you by Up5 Media. I'm your co-host, Darian Phillips, and as usual, I'm joined by Simran Sandu. Simran, what are we seeing on the global business and market side of things? Yeah, Darian. So we're seeing a lot of activity. To start off, tensions are starting to rise for the $1.2 trillion bond market for high-risk companies. Generally, investors will lend to higher-risk companies because they generate higher yields. The problem is that in times of economic uncertainty, i.e. now, the chances that these companies pay them back is much lower because they're at higher risk of default. Right. And I'd imagine at this point, companies are probably already swimming in debt. Yeah, I mean, the number you're looking for is $10 trillion. And that's where the $1.2 trillion comes in. Generally, we've had lower interest rates, which have helped the inflow of capital. But beginning in 2015 to now, we've seen $400 billion being injected into junk bonds. Again, investors want higher yields, but this certainly puts them at much higher risk. And I think right now is an important time to consider some of the potential negative impacts that could come about from a widespread default. We're talking pensions could be affected, hedge funds, and just the overall flow of capital in our economy, Simi. Yeah, certainly. And it's interesting because the Fed took such a different route when it came to bonds. They've just committed to purchasing at least $500 billion worth of government bonds. I did want to switch gears real quick, Simi, make a quick pivot and start talking about how some of these corporations in our economy are starting to step up to the plate and wear different hats in this time of crisis. Really? Who comes to mind? Well, first of all, it's really GM and Ford, who many would consider as structural companies in our U.S. economy, both of which are examining whether they could put their idled factories to work and start making some medical equipment. Would you look at that? Ford started out by making Model Ts, and now they're producing face masks. Yeah, that's right. And on top of that, Christian Dior perfumes have started making hand sanitizer. I hope they smell good. Yeah, it could be a potential gift for you one day. We'll see. And finally, we're seeing some car parts companies producing hygienic masks. Luxury hotels are becoming makeshift quarantine shelters. And Carnival has even offered cruise ships to be potential floating hospitals. You know, Darian, it's great to see all of these companies and corporations really come together and focus on society's well-being. Right. And you can't completely disregard the fact that they might be considering their bottom line a little bit right now. But regardless of the fact, we're appreciative. Anyways, how are equities doing today, Sammy? Darian, I'm excited to report for once all major indexes rose by 50 to 250 basis points. And it's certainly a nice change after the past few weeks that they've had. You can really account this to the combination of monetary and fiscal stimulus alongside the fact that China seems to be stabilizing itself as well. But Darian, what is going on with oil? We're seeing a similar trend, really. It was a nice rebound from our lowest level in 18 years, followed by the largest one-day percentage gain on record. In the U.S., yeah, in the U.S., we saw crude oil rise by roughly 24%, closing out at about $25 a barrel. On a global standard, we saw them rise about 14% and close out at about $28 a barrel. Yeah, I think this move will really help a lot of the domestic oil producers. But it's interesting to see, again, the Trump administration is really trying to intervene in the Saudi-Russian oil price war. On one side, they're trying to get the Saudis to cut oil production. But on the other, they're using sanctions to incentivize or threaten Russia to stabilize prices. Yeah, and it's really interesting. While they're battling both this coronavirus and this oil price war, they're also not letting up at all on Iran. They just issued three new rounds of sanctions, and it's kind of sending the message that they're not backing off even in this time of crisis. 
Yeah, speaking about the coronavirus, in the U.S., we've officially hit over 10,000 cases. And it's actually spurred concerns all the way over to the Capitol. We've seen two House lawmakers test positive for coronavirus. Luckily, President Trump specifically mentioned two drugs, chloroquine and hydroxychloroquine, which were used for the treatment of malaria, alongside remdesivir. These drugs in combination will be used to test on clinical research capacity for the coronavirus. On that note, before we call it quits on the podcast today, we would like to leave you with another enduring question. So to fight the coronavirus, colleges have sent students home. Now, will they refund tuition? Why or why not? Tweet us your thoughts at Up5Media and stop by our website at up5media.com to subscribe. And we will catch you bright and early Monday morning as we continue our journey to redefine how you experience news.